Welcome back to Youth Hour, Learning to Lead with me, Saleh Khan. Remember, you can call us on 021-442-350 or send an SMS on 47913. Our first guest, Ziad Abdurrahman, is a young marketing graduate, entrepreneur, author, and workshop facilitator, amongst other things. And he is on our Youth Hour and a youth role model. Thank you for joining us. Uh, shukran for inviting me. Tell us a bit about yourself and growing up in Hanover Park. Yeah, growing up in Hanover Park was normal for me, I would say. I was there all my life, attended school there. It's like at the moment, I would say, still filled with gangsterism, people shooting, like they shot now the other day. Now I know, like, for some, I tell some people that, because I studied the CPT, for example, I tell the people at college that they're very amazed about the fact that they shoot, but to me it's normal. And uh, are they surprised at how nonchalant you can be about the fact that there's a lot of shooting in your area? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, they very like intrigued by it. <laughs> like they always tell me they won't come visit me because it's so dangerous. Oh no, <laughs> I'm, prob- I'm probably sure that you know how to handle the situations then. Yeah, you know where to drive, you know what areas not to go to. Yes, definitely. So tell us how you came to write a book and what it's, what it's about. Actually, so I always wanted to be an author. I think a lot of people actually want to have write something, write poetry, write be an author, because almost everyone you speak to wanted to write something. So, yeah, well, I was the same. I always wanted to be a writer. And I, it's actually a funny story how I actually came to write about this book was I've, I was fourth year in college, failed my first market research. First time I actually failed something when it's market research, I had to repeat it. And then I met this lecturer. Then he spoke to me about human behavior, human psychology, and all those things. And then that's how I got into writing this book. It's about human behavior and those things. So that's my lecture, basically. I see. And and what procedure did you have to follow to get the book published and everything? Uh, first, you had to write the manuscript. That's actually the hardest, well, not the hardest part. It depends on you. That's what yeah. takes a lot of time up. It took me like a year. And when you finish the manuscript, you send it to a publisher, and then they approve it or they don't. You can even self-publish it. It all depends on yourself. I sent it to Kima Global Publishers. So then they liked it. I do I was amazed by the fact that they liked it really and <laughs> I didn't know it's actually gonna And well. um who has had a big influence on you in your life and what did you learn from them? I would say my parents, like you know, at the moment, at that time you always I'm sure most people they don't realise it at the time when they're teenager. That your parents is actually <laughs> always looking out for your best interests, but yeah, then. So tell us, how old are you? I'm 25. 25. Wow. 25 and written a book. That's, that's something that yeah. a lot of youth should try to achieve. Um, tell us what your novel is about, what aspect it looks at. Uh, it's about the feeling of belonging. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, that's, I, don't, I don't know if you are aware of the Maslow hierarchy of needs, etc. Yes. Yes. Now you get self-actualization. So it's, it's a lot about that factor. It's about the feeling of belonging, which is giving somebody that feeling to make them feel loved and important and that. So a lot of people know about the basic stuff on here. It's like the value of caring, the value of listening, all those things. But people don't actually implement it or don't know how to implement it. Like a simple thing, don't do to others what you do to you. Like treat people how yes, you want to be treated. Definitely. But people don't do it at all. No, and you see this in like everyday life. You see it when you go to a mall, when you walk yeah. in public, and it's it's something that people should become more aware of, because um, 
as all human beings, we would like to be treated the way we treat other people and vice versa. Um, do you have a blueprint of how we can improve the condition of youth and people in general according to this? Yeah, I think it's like I always like to reverse the situation and ask people questions about how would you like a divorce happen to you if they do that to somebody. So, and like, I also think it's we like people in the Nova Park, for example, they like I know a lot of them. They well, I grew up there, so I know a lot of people in the Nova Park. Mm -hmm. They actually they're not they're not stupid at all. They are actually smart. So if you go like if you go to a place like a Nova Park and you go to a place like Rondebosch, cool, oh, I yeah, I was at Madrasa at in Claremont. Mm -hmm. Like the the people, like the intellect is actually the same. Like no one, I wouldn't say the people in Nova Park are smarter or less smart. They're actually the same, just different conditions. I think uh, the biggest problem is that people think that they are better than other people. Yeah, that's <laughs> always. I mean, always. Uh, that's something I experience. Um, I didn't grow up in like. I grew up in a very moderate setting. It wasn't too much of one thing or too much of another thing. And what I've noticed from how I grew up is that people think that they are better than other people. And, mm -hmm. and it should change because yeah. I know that people in Hanover Park, people in Mitchell's Plain, people in Rondebosch, we are all equal. We all yeah. have, no, we just, we don't have equal opportunities per se, but I think if we all work hard, we can achieve that. Yeah. Um, but also, like, another thing on that topic while you're speaking about, it's not just people that are equal, it's actually every living thing that's equal. Like, I know it's going to sound a bit stupid now, but, like, a, a person is the same value of the life of a fly. Because I, I can actually justify that by saying, if you look at, like, it's like in the Quran, yes. where they, the devil, you don't want to bow down to Adam because he's made out of fire, and how can he bow down to something that's made out of clay? So he's claiming he's better. So, and then uh, we people will say, no, but how can he think he's better than us? Because we people, it doesn't mean his motivation is better. Now, how come do we think we're better than a fly? Are we not being the same like the devil, for example? Yeah. So every living thing is the same. But the sooner people realize that, the better. Like, if I, for example, like I was at, I was at the land, now the other day, and there was a spider, and this guy said, kill it. Now, I, I'm not going to kill it. <laughs> because how can I just kill this thing for no reason? Like, I'd rather pick it up and throw it outside than kill it. Because the thing is, if you, if you look at the nature aspect as well, if you kill one insect, you disturb the natural balance of things. Yeah. I mean, let's look at trees, for instance. We cut down trees on a daily basis. We are completely ruining our ecosystem. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just one thing. If we look at nature, if we look at humans and human behavior, we, we tend to be destroyers. I, mm. I think you can agree on that. Yeah, um, we th People think they, they are so... Like, I write about it in here, people think, like, an arrogant person is the easiest person that you can make, that you can become friends with, the easiest. Just, um, like, feed the ego, just feed the ego. Now you're doing well, I like hanging out with you. But they are the most annoying people to hang out with also, because they always want to speak about themselves. But they are the easiest person. Like, I, actually, there's a, there's, some, there's a guy in my area, people always say, that guy always seems to, you always want to be cool. But mm -hmm. to be honest with you, I don't see it. I don't see him always wanting to be cool. I, I think he's a very nice guy. I actually, I don't know, maybe he treats me differently, but I think he's a nice guy. And everybody always has their, their preconceived notions about people. And um, I, I think, li like, people in general just love speaking about themselves. Oh, um, always. I've learned that if you make friends with someone, always find out what their interests are first <laughs> and then talk about them yeah. before they get to know you. And immediately people people love you because... 
you talk yeah. about them. So then they think, oh my gosh, you are such an interesting person. Yeah. But actually, we're just talking about you the whole time. Yeah, that's actually all <laughs> in here. It's how to get yeah. that's everything that you just said is like, in, I, this example I made on here is if, I, if you tell your one friend about the soccer match you watched at Cape Town Stadium, automatically they start thinking about a time that they went to Cape Town Stadium or a match that they watched, and yeah. they're waiting for you to pause, not even stop pause, so they can say, yeah, oh, no, no, the other time I went. Because they always think, they just think about themselves. I spoke to um, a poet quite some time ago, and um, he said to me that uh, that's the thing with people. You can never just talk to them where they aren't thinking about themselves in that mm. situation. So you can never just bring across a situation to them where they are not thinking about themselves. Yeah, it's, it's actually how I, how I my, my wife, I'm, I'm married about it. Actually, how I actually got into us. She, I, like when I used to speak to people, I always listen to what they have to say. And then she actually listened to me, so that's actually how I got into it. On that note, let's quickly go for an ad break, and when we get back, we'll continue. The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum. We are back on Youth Hour Learning to Lead with me, Saleh Khan. Give us a call on 021-442-3530 or send us an SMS on 47913. We are still talking to Ziad Abdurrahman, entrepreneur and author. Um, so Ziad, tell us about your future plans, dreams, aspirations. Well, I actually just recently got a job at Talcom in the sales I'm selling the latest 4G internet, but wow. I've also start. I I have a, a sideline business that I do, so I'm gonna do that more on the sideline, and then it's like a, a balance. And well, the book I'm always gonna do stuff about that, like when I do talks at schools. But the business that I have is I do websites for schools. I see. So uh, is it like IT or is it? It's not. It depends. It's if you think. No, the average person will think it's IT, but it's not really IT. It's not that hard if you. It's more web designing. Then. Yes, okay. my brother, my brother studied IT and he does IT for mutual. So he actually taught me the basics about this, and then from there I just did it further. So I was doing it for businesses, but I'm not really. I'm fo- I'm just going to focus on schools at the moment, and let it grow while I'm working mm-hmm. at the same time. And tell us, do you have plans for a second book? I do, but it's going to be very. It's going to take very long because the book that I plan on writing is going to be very thick. It's going to be very yeah. <laughs> well-researched. It's going to be very intense. All uh, good authors usually have to take their time to, <laughs> you know, get that inspiration yeah. and things. Um, tell us about the literacy programs for grade sevens in Hanover Park schools. Oh, it was a spelling bee competition that we had in the Hanover Park schools. Yeah, we, we the authors are going to do one this year, but I'm not too sure. But... Yeah, it's it's also what I met this one lady. It's actually I don't know how like it's all the works in mysterious ways. <laughs> I met this one lady that's close to a mutual in Pylons. She has a problem that they get books every every they just get books from America, secondhand mm-hmm. books sometimes new. Now they have the problem is they need peop- schools to give the books to. So then I actually used to work with schools at all mutual. Okay, so don't they have people who like, um, like salespeople who sell the books or so? No, they just get people. So I actually used to get, get schools to go get books there. And oh, it was I amazing. I don't know, like, it just 
put it perfectly how I managed to get <laughs> so it looked like I got it but I know I didn't I told him the, even if I tell them they're giving the books the books is from America but because I'm referring at the school store always looked at it as I'm yeah, and I mean, I mean, you wrote a book yourself, oh, so yeah. I mean, people always see you as somebody in the novel industry. Uh, but the the schools are very like it's okay. It's for, I would say there's some there is some principles that's just like full of nonsense. Yeah, you but get those. A, yeah, a lot of them are very nice, especially my primary school, <coughs> the principal there, and my school, of course, and Balm. It's the one school. I didn't even attend their school. It's Balmo Primary, they, they, they are just so nice. I don't understand <laughs> why why they are that nice, but they are very supportive. Oh, I see. Uh, tell us, what school did you go to? I was at Park Hills Primary in Inova Park. Okay. And then I was in high, at high school at Alexander Sinton. And how was that? How was your experience in high school? I, I thought I was all grown up when I was, because I'm traveling. I used to travel, take a taxi. It's like 10 minutes away, but it felt so grown up. I then I went to college and that's... So I mean, it, it yeah. wasn't that much of a gap for you, you know, to go from high school to college? Or? Yeah, that was the big change. Because so I, I met a guy from, who lives in Campsway, and then I went to his house. Oh, it looked like MTV Cribs, so... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, looked, it looked so <laughs> nice. So that is when I started meeting different people. Because that's actually when I would say I grew up with, a, like, the people in Edsonton. There's also the same mm -hmm. people kind of from in Park, Cape Flat area. But when I went to Cape Tech, then I actually met a lot of nice people. So that's also where a lot of niceness, I would say, the niceness rubbed before me. Well, it's almost as if you were implying that you weren't nice. I had that, I w to be honest, like the Cape Flat mentality, I would say. Okay. I would say that Cape Flat mentality, I would say, I did have. I know, but there's nothing wrong with that. I think people should respect that everybody has different... Yeah. ways and mannerisms and people always think you know you have to have this one way of doing things and I don't believe in that um, it's been so wonderful having you on our show today shukran so much for attending no, shukran for and um, I hope many people will read your book inshallah you can actually I'm just you can actually get it as if you want in about it easy to send a copy the name is actually gain friends lead people be a hero and you can type it in Google gain friends lead people be a hero or it's, you can get it on Kima Global Books. You can just search for Ziad Abdurrahman. Or you can even just type in Ziad Abdurrahman in Google. So and, uh, is, there, is there maybe like an e-book version? Or? You do get an e-book version as well. You can, okay. If you order it online at Kima Global, they send you a copy. No postage. No postage price. They send it a copy for free. And Timbuktu Bookstores. You can yeah. get a copy there as well if you are. Okay, shukran so much. I hope many youth will be reading your book. I know I will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Assalamu alaikum. Well, I should go.